So, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier kicks off in classic Marvel fashion with uh, opens with an action scene. Uh, the Falcon is sent on a mission and he has to try to grab a a soldier that's behind enemy lines. Uh, through, you know, he he's jumps from a plane and does his Falcon thing. <laughs> you know, uh, I will say it, or well, I'll save it. I'm sorry. I'll save it till, if, till we get to the discussion part of the show. But here we go. It's like he jumps out the plane, uh, starts soaring through the skies and whatnot. And we come to find out that the, the prisoners being held on a hijacked plane and it's none other than Batrock the Leaper that has him. Uh, there's an entire sequence with them uh, trying to keep this prisoner away from them. They all jump in in, in uh, wingsuits and fly through canyons and fight helicopters, like all types. Uh, but, you know, the the soldier is recovered. Uh, from there, we get into a, some of the family life that is happening with... Uh, Falcon. Uh, he basically has some issues with him and his sisters and him, his sister, and some of their uh, family business. And so, uh, and, and when I say that, I mean like their actual, like they have a family business where they have like a charter boat in, in Louisiana. And uh, not like a mob thing? No, not like a mob thing. Like a legitimate regular business. I <laughs> know. Like, um, and so, you know, we get into some of that as well. Uh, as far as the Winter Soldier is concerned, you know, we do get like an action sequence from him as well, but it turns out to be uh, a flashback in the form of a nightmare that he has where he's recounting um, killing killing someone, like an innocent person. Uh, or, well, I should say he kills a lot of people, but it, the the nightmare part is the fact that he actually does end up uh, willingly, or I guess, well, I don't know how willing we can say it is because he is kind of brainwashed, right? <laughs> but mm-hmm. he, he he remembers taking uh, an innocent person's life, and from there we cut to him. Or well, I shouldn't say from there, but not long after that we cut to him in therapy, and uh, you know. You, we see that he's in therapy. We know. We also learn that uh, the therapy that he's in is is part of his uh, pardon, because you know the government wants to keep track of him and make sure that he's not like doesn't have under any other kind of like undue influence or is going to flip out or anything like that. And so, um, and you know, it like. I, I'm I'm talking about a few of these different events. I'm not. I know I'm not getting like the exact sequence exactly right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know, like these are things that are happening. They definitely happen. <laughs> Say again, Mo. It's what happens. It is what happens. Uh, also, there is a a point where we see Falcon actually with the shield. Um, he is basically, you know in his suit and he's taking the the shield to uh the captain america museum 
the somebody from the Department of Defense basically asked if he would if he would give them the shield, and he he did decide to do it. Uh, there's a whole ceremony. Uh, the ceremony also has uh, Rhodey there, so you have uh, you know Sam and Rhodey talking to one another just about the, how the world is now um, and what it's like without Captain America in it. And Sam does ask him the question, like, why why didn't you take this mantle? Like, why didn't you be the next Captain America like Steve wanted? And, uh, you know, he just basically says the shield never quite felt like it was his. It, it felt like it belongs to Steve Rogers. And so, hence, he donated it uh, to the DOD and they put it in a case in the Captain America Museum. And so, uh, you have a number of different things going on between both of these characters separately. Um, you see Winter Soldier's life, he's trying to atone for some of the things that he's done as uh, the Winter Soldier. Uh, he is also like just trying to like live his life. He's trying to date and that that is tough for him. <laughs> um, and you also see uh, Falcon trying to go ahead and, and be a little bit more present with his family, trying to you know save that his family business and make sure their home doesn't get foreclosed on. And you're trying to trying to get a bank loan, which is you know a, a wild thing to see a superhero uh, do, <laughs> but but it 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 does happen, and um, you know it, it from there it basically you you we do get a little bit of um, a little bit of oh well you know it's like I'm sitting here trying to think about how to bring the whole flag smashers thing in. Uh, but basically, we do get an introduction from the, or uh, introduction to uh, a terrorist type group called the Flag Smashers. They're basically like radical kind of globalists. And we see one of uh, Falcon's associates that gets introduced earlier when he's on that mission uh, trying to kind of learn more and infiltrate that group. And in the process, he does see the leader or who he believes is the leader of that group. And it turns out they are super powered as well, though he's wearing a, the person's wearing a mask. So we technically don't know exactly who that person is. Uh, and that's something that, you know, the the character reaches out to Falcons like, hey, I could use some help with this. And in that meantime, uh, his sister comes in basically saying like, hey, there's something happening on the TV that you need to see. And it turns out the Department of Defense folks in front of the Captain America Museum, it looks like, uh, decide to introduce the world to the new Captain America. And Real quick. Uh-huh. It's not the Captain America Museum. It's the Smithsonian. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It is, it is right. There's a Captain America section inside the Smithsonian. Thank you for that, Jay. Look, erase all that that I said. We'll do it over. No, I'm joking. We're not gonna do. That. No, we're not gonna do. That. <laughs> but um, yeah, in front of the Smithsonian, they introduced the world to the new Captain America, and uh, yeah, and Sam looks like he got played. <laughs> both, both literally looks like he like 
he, the expression on his face looks like he got played, and he actually did get played. And then he's but, like, "I I played myself." But he also like, I guess we could jump into the review. I guess yeah, because that I was like, "Why is he so mad?" Like he he didn't want to use it in the first place. Like, what does he care who has it after him? Well, I think because and and here's the thing. Like, I do feel like this is one of those situations where. It'll be interesting to see if they decide to like give us a little bit of a flashback or something like that to to show us if um like the conversation that was had with him to you know bring him to or to have him come to the decision to bring them the shield if they'll show us that or not because um you know that is important context I think because the, now the ceremony and the way they made things look were like they were just gonna like display it and that was all but i think that you know there if, if the conversation was had that's like hey you know i don't know if i'm gonna be captain america and i don't know if anybody other than steve rogers should be so i'm gonna donate the shield that's a different thought process than oh i just you know this mantle is too heavy for me i don't know what to do with this and they're like well why, why don't you just give it to us you know we'll figure we'll figure it out and you know it made it seem as if they were going to put it in a museum, but then they were like, well, actually, we had a better idea. You know, that's a different thing. But I, I, I think that from his perspective, it seems like the way they play it or the way that they kind of portray it is like he feels like if there's going to be Captain America, that should be Steve Rogers. And if it wasn't going to be Steve Rogers, then maybe it will be him then. This is going to be some other random dude he doesn't know. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. What do you all think? Um, I I think if the, it was a important context, they would have gave it to us. <laughs> well, but they could be, you know, like it it could be a little bit of a a Wandavision kind of situation, right? Like, you know, where it's all along. It, it was it was Agatha all along. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I no. I mean Mephisto because. The shape, the way, the when they they handed that that uh, after he handed them the shield and they were putting it in the the you know the Pyrex case or whatever, the shield was shaped where it looked like a pentagram, just like the devil symbol, Baphomet, like the sigil of Leviathan or whatever whatever section of the occult you you observe, um, but. Yeah, so I'm like, it's Mephisto all along, and you know, I, I posted that on Instagram. If you follow us on Instagram, so you got to see it, and it'll, it's right here actually. I put it in here for you, but um, yeah, I got, I got, I got on the fan theory thing quick <laughs> with that <laughs> hard to ignore, but more so in the sense that you know, there are things that they tell us. Or that, you know, they make seem are like a certain way. And then when you learn more about it after the fact, it puts things in context. Like with, like how, you know, like the show makes you feel as though she went and, and stole Vision's body and reanimated it. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I think a lot of people probably felt like that was what was happening. But then later we find out when we, you know, it flashes back. It's like, oh actually she just saw the body there and it you know she was unhappy about that but now we realize that oh that that the body never left the spot and they rebuilt that bad boy so 
you know, which don't get me wrong, that's a much bigger reveal than what's probably happening here in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But at the same time, who knows? You know, it's like Marvel's gonna put, toss a twist in there somewhere, probably try to subvert our expectations. In true Disney fashion, they just recycle the shot with a different character in it. Recycled which shot? Like, for example, when uh, right when he's going to go get the soldier behind them enemy lines, he does that jump where it just straight out of like Iron Man 2. Uh, you mean like the, the backward kind of falling? Jumping off the plane. Like the whole thing, like, hey, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be subtle. And then he's like, okay. And he just does this crazy fancy jump. And that's exactly what happens in Iron Man 2. Oh. Like, okay. almost verbatim. Really? Not I have to go back and look at that. Like, Except I haven't seen Iron Man 2 This one didn't had just some cheesy score they, they got from Storyblocks or something. <laughs> Why? Why you gotta just. Take a dump on the composer, you know, because <laughs> that's what it sounded like. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he took a dump on that scene by putting that piece of music there. What What do you think, Jay? How'd you feel about like the open and such? The open, I thought it was okay. Like, I liked it. There's a couple of issues. Like, at one point, Falcon is like flying. And the guy in the plane sees him, and when he tells the other dude, uh, I guess Batrock, he doesn't believe him, mm. which is odd. Like, in this age where many people fly, like, I would think you would, wouldn't just brush it off mm. like that. Like, it could be Thor. Yeah, or anyone. Like, there are meteoros popping up. Could be, look, it could be, could be Spider Man. He has an Iron Man suit. Or gravity. <laughs> or gravity? Is that what you said? It could be gravity. Wow. So I thought that was. Yeah, that, that was a little loud. Mm-hmm. And I noticed the wingsuits had yellow on them. So I wonder if they're trying to foreshadow the hive or aim. Becoming involved. Maybe, but I mean, wait, wait, wait. Well, what did they doing there? Like, it's not what cargo was there <laughs> that they were trying to take. If it was a soldier, the what? The soldier. They were taking the soldier, right? And aim experiments on people. <laughs> Look, they'd be better off just, you know, taking an orphanage or something. <laughs> Nobody would give a fuck about that. Is, is the like, color alone enough? No. But it's fun. <laughs> like, I, I'm definitely ready for that one, right? It's like, it's definitely aim. Because look at like look at the trim. Yellow trim. <laughs> it's like, some things in the world have yellow trim. Like <laughs> Anything yeah. designed but, for extreme sports. I know one of the things I wanted to talk about was, like, when he's trying, uh, when uh, Falcon's trying to get alone, mm-hmm. that scene seems strange to me. Why so? Because Falcon should be making money. Why? I mean, he, 
he works for the government, right? He's yeah, a government contracts. Like he, he should actually be going to like a veterans credit union or something. Like when you work for the military, as he does, they pay you like on the first and the fifteenth of every month. And at his rank, if he is actually like an officer, he's making a like a, a good amount of money. Like yeah, like officers make a lot. But why uh, why is he an officer? They call him captain, right? It's, I don't I don't remember. I thought he was a captain. Oh. I don't know. I don't know, but... I know, one thing I know is that they're not giving that suit to an enlisted guy. That's 100% sure. So, he's got to be an officer. The Falcon suit. But they don't own the Falcon suit. Who does? Either way, they're hiring him as, like, a mercenary. See, I don't... I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I guess here's the thing. It makes sense to me for two reasons. Like, he ha- he is a government con. He is government contracted, and so he is making some money. At the same time, what we're talking about here is basically money to cover five years worth of some yeah. sort of financial hardship. So it's like, and and. He's like, you know, coming, he's back, but I don't like, I don't know if they said exactly how long it's been since they've come back at the, in this episode, but they make it seem as if, you know, it's not, it's not that long. Like it's definitely, it, it seems longer than WandaVision. Cause I know WandaVision was like just literally a few weeks after everybody came back, but it doesn't seem like it's been like, it, it's definitely not like a year. You know, it it's however many months it seems. You know, so it's like even if you're making money, that's not necessarily enough money to like be able to pay off some sort of loan on your house or, you know, or if you're trying to save your business. Okay, I didn't know he was a contract. Uh, I didn't know he was an independent contractor. I thought he was actually enlisted in the military. I mean, they don't say which or either or. But it, there's the two theories. If he's a contractor, then he should get paid a certain amount of money where he could cover a lot of these costs, at least like a, a 50% down payment. It's also not his first gig back either. And then on top of that, he goes and works again. Like, it's not like his work is over after that one and done. Like, if he's, if he's part of the military, he should be pulling in about a hundred grand a month like at least about a hundred grand a month yeah but I mean they get paid say again is that what he would get paid based on what he's doing as a hero slash serviceman uh they probably give him hazard pay and they probably did bump up his rank and or his years um which is why I'm going with like the hundred grand. He should be getting about a hundred grand a month at least. Um, a hundred grand a month? Yes. Okay. So when you're saying when you're going to the bank and being like, "Hey, I make a hundred grand a month. Can you give me a loan?" And they're like, "We can't help you." 
Like, the fuck? Now... Like, that seems odd to me, because government job is, like, one of the stablest jobs. And you're making, a, like, a kind of a crazy amount of money, and the bank doesn't want to work with an American hero that makes a crazy amount of money and is steadily employed. Like, that seems off to me. Like, even way, even, like, it could even be a gamble on their part, because if he can't pay it off, they get something that they could sell off. Wait, what? So you're saying, like, they're gonna, like, seize his assets or something? They, they can, they can actually, like, be predatory about it and just hope that he, his government contract don't work for as long and they get the family business. Mm. Whatever he puts at cat as collateral. See, I, I don't know. Like it, I will say it rang really true to me, just because one, it's like I mean, he does literally say that you know I have government contracts, so I'm assuming he's a contractor, right? Or it's contracted, I should say. Now, don't get me wrong; that doesn't mean he's not getting paid. But again, like what we're talking about is apparently the sister took a loan on the house to try to keep the business afloat, and the business is doing okay but not great apparently you know it's like you know or at least they need things it's like running a business is expensive and you know trying to make sure like when you take a loan out on your house it's like that's another thing that's like i mean that's a lot of money you probably have to end up trying to pay back so i'm like i don't know i don't it not only is the idea that it's like okay they probably do need a fair amount of money that maybe he doesn't have readily available off the top because it's not like he doesn't live there with them so it's not like their expenses are consolidated you know it's like he has his own expenses as well then on top of that it's like i mean i think which i do believe part of the scene was all about is kind of like you know banks get hesitant about giving black people loans no matter what what their status is you know where it's like like you could be like flush with cash and own your own home and you still want a, a small business loan or something because you want to do something new and they're kind of like oh, you know i don't know they like they they treat it like it's riskier to lend money to black people when it's like what about like why would it be riskier to lend money to black people so i don't know it does but, happen yeah but I don't no. know. It didn't feel that way. Like, the scene, to me, didn't feel that way. Like, oh, I know you have a bunch of money, but you're black, so I can't give you a loan. Like, it really did feel like he was, like, the financial thing was the only concern. It was his only concern. But maybe, I don't know. It could be code. Like, that could be his, like, his excuse. I mean, the scene just felt off to me, which is ironic because I've seen it done better, like, recently. Like, I've seen it, a similar scene play out better in a different movie. Which one? Uh, Tenet, where, oh. uh, you know, the guy's black, and it comes up a couple of times where people are just being, like, kind of racist and or his status is being called into account, but they handled it, like, really slick. And 
and then this kind of you don't even really get that implication I, I got the implication but at the same time I would say watch it again like listen li- like Falcon like and don't get me wrong I would say this like I'm not saying that the guy like the 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 dude is like oh I don't want to give it to you because you're black and he's trying to hide it I, but I will say that you know this the the sister definitely reacts that way like you know that's what's happening here and you know it's like I it's one of these things where you know obviously the guy is not gonna you know the white dude is not gonna be like oh no it has nothing this has nothing to do with race it's like you just don't have any income from all these this time from the past five years and that's the thing the woman's like he didn't exist like what <laughs> How is he supposed to have income? Well, that when you're legally dead, that can happen too. Yeah. So he could have been legally dead because of the blip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he's alive now. No, but when you're termed legally dead and you're still alive, like, there's a legal death and, you know, regular death. Right. But even if you're alive and you're legally dead, like... You can't get a loan. You can't get an apartment. You can't do shit. Hey, I feel you, yeah. but I'm, I'm assuming that's not the issue because that's not what they said. Like, you know, it'd be one thing if it was like, oh, hey, you know, it seems like you actually are legally dead. But that's not what he says. He's more like, well, you know, you don't have any earnings from all these this time before. And it's like, well, yeah, like I just got back. Didn't they have IRA or anything that like accumulated <laughs> interest? Most banks, if you don't touch your money for a certain amount of time, they stop it. So he's not earning interest for the whole five years he was uh, gone. He was probably only earning interest for about a year. No, but like in the IRA is different because that's long term. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's like a retirement fund. So it's like he, he can dip into that, and it it that technically what he gets each year for that percentage, if he takes into it within that time, it would be considered income. So you could report it as income. I love I love how like this conversation somehow devolved into fiduciary responsibility and yeah. <laughs> it's like well, ma- you know, master class on, on retirement race, funds. Racism <laughs> is part of an economic problem. Uh, well, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> Sorry, I meant to look at that camera. I know. <laughs> like, here every Sunday. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. So um, about the fact that Flag Smasher is Captain America? I mean, is that what you think is about to happen? Yes. Fair. Fair. Hey, Anyone I, else not getting that vibe? I mean, they Could tell be. you U.S. Agent. So it's like U.S. Agent is going to be Flag Smasher? I think he might be. Like, it felt weird to me, too. But... I feel like, it like... felt me- weird to me that Flag Smashers was plural. 
<laughs> well, that's the group. Right. The but guy it, is Flag Smasher. Yeah, I, I get it. It's interesting. Why would they have him all covered up if he wasn't the new Captain America? I mean, you're right. Like, I feel like you, you would be able to see that weird little chin even through that mask. Yeah. Like, you could tell who his dad is by that weird little chin. <laughs> like, it's Kurt Russell. His dad is Kurt Russell. Oh, is that really the actor is? Russell? Yeah, it's Kurt Russell's son. Oh, I didn't know that. That's funny. Like, now that I said that, it's like, oh, yeah, I could see yeah, that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny, though, because that must be like a mix or something, because, like, his chin is not... Like, don't get me wrong, Kurt Russell has, like, a weird kind of chin, too, but it works for him. Yeah. I'm not sure if this guy's chin works for him. <laughs> oh, he's got Goldie Hawn's face. Well, see, there it is. That's yeah. Kurt Russell's chin. <laughs> I saw... Uh, uh, did, did you all see the uh, meme where they put the Captain America outfit on the, the, the dude from Up? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, hopefully, hopefully we'll put that in right here. <laughs> right. That, that joint's pretty funny because it it does look like they look like the same guy for a little bit. A little. I mean, obviously he's older, but that they got the same shape. Shit. <laughs> <sighs> but no, I mean it. Look, that could be the case, but then at the same time, it's like, how did they? Like I, my thought or my question would be, if Cap like this Captain America is actually a super soldier as well, you think, or you think that, or yeah, like is he government government sanctioned, or is he gonna pretend like to not be super soldier, but then will be super soldier when, or will have powers or whatnot when he's flag smashing? I think he was enhanced by AIM. <laughs> Because of the flight suits. Right. Right. <laughs> or the wingsuit, yeah. How'd you feel about the flight suits, the, the wingsuits? Because I know you hate those, but I'm pretty sure you love them here. Why do I hate wingsuits? You said, like, we had a whole episode where you shit on wingsuits for like a half hour. For for what, though? Like, what's the context? Like, I don't think it was about wingsuits specifically. Like, I can see Joe's face right here. Like, he knows what we're talking about, right? No, I, I don't remember. Oh. I'm trying to recall. Like, I'm assuming it's something with Batwing. Transform. Well, Batwing, he hated Batwing. And then he hated. I hate Batwing. I yeah, like Batwing. What you are you did. talking about? We talked about that, too. But I was more. Because uh, he, he hated that scene in Transformers. Yeah, but was that was a parachute. No, the one they, when they went into Chicago on wingsuits. Oh, that one. Right, right. And he hated that scene too. I think he hated everything about Transformers. So. Yeah, but he was really fixated on the wingsuit. So when I saw it, I'm like, man, Larry's gonna hate this, but he's gonna love it because it's on Disney Plus. Oh man, listen, the wingsuits. Like, I don't know what. I don't know what. Why there were wingsuits in Transformers? I look. I'm just like I can't remember it. But just thinking about it makes it feel like it makes me feel like it is terrible and justifiably so. <laughs> you know, like I can't I can't remember I, I get the feeling that's like, yeah, you know what, I think I did hate that. And I think I was right. <laughs> I think I was right to hate it. <laughs> but I, I will say that no, I mean the wingsuits, at least, yeah, in this situation made sense to me. It's like 
I don't know what to tell you. It's like they hijacked a plane and it seemed at some point they were going to get off of the plane. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying wingsuits are the easiest way to do that. But apparently these fools were good. What I will say is it made for a great action scene. I thought it was, a, I mean, a, a wingsuit chase. That's that's pretty awesome, right? Or no? I thought so. You all it, didn't like it? I. It would be if I liked Falcon better. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get where you're coming from because I'm not the hugest Falcon fan myself. Like as far as, uh, just as a character, but uh-huh. I do feel like this is like the coolest that he's probably been. Well, like, yeah, but, but it's the the costume. Like he's got a jetpack. Like why does he need wings? That I mean, hey, I I I don't know that I can disagree with you there. <laughs> it's like, that's why I'm like it's useless and even in that like yeah but the wings aren't useless they're, yeah. they're protecting from bullets they do protect him from bullets I mean, but I mean so he's could, not going to get shot it could just be a full I mean, he of armor shot. he yeah. didn't get shot because he had wings <laughs> I mean listen I, I, I will say this it's like if you're asking about the practical nature of having, uh, uh, like you know, cybernetic wings as as a thing, it, it's not practical. But it's the character. Like he'd be it's better like, with like the way they did him here. He'd be better with like a cybernetic wingsuit. No, what a cyber? Why would it? Like it can't be a cybernetic wingsuit because that's not Falcon. This isn't either. Sure it is. Why is it, it not Falcon? It's kind of like Ultimate, but it, it's essentially yeah. try to make him like Iron Man without actual helmet, like head protection. See, that's it really like has the HUD. No, but see, that's the thing. Like, I, I actually felt like they did a good job of distinguishing him from Iron Man. And don't get me wrong, it's like, obviously it does have, like, some similarities because it's all like, Stark Tech type stuff. But it's like it 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 feels like its own thing to me, even though it has some it calls to some of the you know the Iron Man esque kind of uh, uh, I guess tropes or, or action you know it's like it, it it you can tell that they're they're it's inspired by that but it feels different so uh, yeah but. I hear what you're saying. Like, I like obviously, it it from a practical perspective, it doesn't make sense. And you know, I think it it, it is much closer to the ultimate version of Falcon than it is the six one six version of Falcons. Right. But I don't know. It, it's working for me. Like, it's like I I like him. I I enjoy the character more in the MCU than I do in the comics. Or at least in the 616 comics. Like, I, I liked him as Captain America um, and read that book. But as soon as it went back to Falcon, I was like, yeah, I tried it. I read the first issue, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not a Falcon fan. You loved him in Superhero Squad. He was funny in Superhero Squad. And he was more like 616 Falcon. He is, he is more like 616. Yeah, that show was terrible. Oh, how dare! You. Oh, it's bad. How dare you? I want. 
I'm gonna buy all the toys now that it doesn't exist. I'm sure I can get like 99 cents for a whole lot of them on eBay or something. Just leave them in, in Joe's at Joe's house. No, I'll put them here. My backdrop. Oh, gotcha. I like those toys. I like those designs. Yeah. So like. Mm-hmm. Not so chibi, but kind of chibi. Mm-hmm. Like I know I took a picture as Wolverine once, and it looked like Superhero Squad Wolverine. <laughs> I'll post that up here. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, what do y'all think about about uh, Bucky and like his journey that we got to start? Well. When you were talking about how this show, like, it's two kind of two separate things, like, in the way you were doing the summary of it at the beginning, I, like, I was like, ah, oh, this Falcon stuff, I, I don't know if I, I even care, but the the Bucky part was, like, really good, mm-hmm. and that, like, I felt that in and of itself saved that first episode for me, because <laughs> um, I, I want to see where this goes. And, uh, it, you know, with the Falcon stuff, it, it look okay, this is a TV show. <laughs> this isn't cinema. But <laughs> it, with the Winter Soldier stuff, I was like, oh, wow, this is some, this is some good shit here. You know? So we'll see how that plays out for the whole series. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I thought it was good, too. You know, I, I liked them both, but, you know... It, but I feel, you know, I mean, I can understand why the, the you know, knowing you, Moses, I can understand why the Bucky stuff would appeal to you more and, like, you know, it'd be more your speed, you know? Why? Because I'm a racist? That's it. That was exact. That was my implication. I was like, not to comp that when on air. Hilarious. We're no, not. I mean, I just think that, you know, like I could just see like the whole kind of like atonement kind of oh, aspect thing like resonating with you, effective and all that. Yeah. So it was more actiony, which we know you prefer. But it's not more actiony. It's like there's only one action scene for both of them, right? So. Still more actiony. It was a better action scene. Really? You think so? Yeah. It felt more like the movie than the Falcon. The Falcon stuff felt a little hokey almost, but maybe that's because he's got wings. See, I don't know. I feel the opposite. I mean, it's like I don't understand how. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the 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 Bucky stuff was great too, but it's like I don't know. Like, it's like again, it's like the Falcon stuff feels like kind of like. Along the lines of like classic Iron Man kind of action scene type stuff, it's like you know, and so this man is no Iron Man. No, no, he's definitely not Iron Man. But (laughs) you know, ah, but okay, that's fair. It's like you know, y'all, y'all are like, man, Bucky, Bucky. No, I was just speaking to why Mo would like it more. Bucky playing Battleship. I like it more because it's more actiony. I thought they were both like pretty meh. <laughs> Jay's like not impressed. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't really care about Sam's financial troubles and 
I don't really care about Bucky hiding his vengeance. It's like, just to do you. Like, I'm sure they did, while they don't want him out there, they do want to put away the people he can help put away. So, it's just, do you guys, do you. So yeah, like, I enjoyed the action scenes. Um, I think the Sam has kind of the more interesting story because it's related to the Flag Smashers. Um, redemption arcs are cool, but you know, I've seen them before. And the fact that, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it doesn't feel like they're trying. It feels like they're giving us the easy story with Bucky. Well, keep in I mind think it's the easy story with both. Oh, but keep in mind too, it's episode one, so it's like you know, I mean, oh, yeah, like I'm not saying that I'm writing off the show, like right. I'll definitely probably remember it's on next Friday. <laughs> Maybe if they're lucky. Well, hopefully, Paul Tobin will be tweeting about it, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, I, I think, I think you know, I mean. It's obvious, I think, to all of us that uh, eventually, you know, the these these plot lines are gonna, or or these characters are gonna intertwine, like their their fortunes will intertwine. Whether it's, uh, you know, uh, Sam asking for help uh, from Bucky, or you know, their paths just crossing because of something else you know who knows because obviously like Bucky's trying to atone and that could potentially take him into some seedy places so you know especially if he feels like his life is blown up already might not want to just get away so or who knows it could just be both of them running up on this new Captain America like you know hey man who do you think you are (laughs) you know how, how do you all feel about? I mean, we only get, of course, the the real the glimpse of Captain America, the new Captain America at the end. What did you all think of? You know how the reveal and and yeah, I guess the reveal. Well, they call him Captain America and not U.S. agent, so I guess it's okay that he wasn't racist off the bat. But I'm looking forward to that. I don't know. Felt pretty racist to me. Something about his chin. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mo? Uh, I, I I thought it was okay. I mean, he doesn't look like he should be wearing that costume. <laughs> but I wonder how intentional that is, though. You're right. The look. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's still, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't look like he's wearing it right. Yeah. He looks like he's a kid playing dress up with his daddy's clothes. <laughs> but it's like if if this guy's the villain then like he needs to have some like presence. <laughs> and this guy doesn't seem like he has it. I've seen him in other stuff and, and he does a good job. So mm-hmm. I guess when you actually see him do things, it'll be different. But just in that the way they that scene was executed, I was like what the hell's this kid? 
another thing that stood out to me was the gun on his side. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, not, you know, obviously Captain America, like Steve Rogers used guns in the war, but post-war Captain America doesn't use a lot of firearms and he definitely doesn't carry one like on his hip. Yeah. And so not to kill. Yeah. Yeah. But so it was interesting, like, you know, I'm like, oh, like I see like they they, you know, I don't know if I wanted to say they made it a point because it's not like they showed the gun up close or anything like that, but in the reveal you do see it. Definitely it's not not your daddy's Captain America. Yeah. So, I mean, all in, that, oh, that Captain America had a gun. Say what? Like, I wouldn't be mad if Steve Rogers carried a gun. I mean, like the MCU Steve Rogers that we have established now, like that guy should not have a gun. He doesn't even need one when he fights. Like, yeah, no. In the right. comics, I've seen them, like, you know, pick one up from an enemy to give him just a tactical advantage, but it's even, like, not necessary. like, he, 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 not like he starts playing Call of Duty. No, <laughs> no, he you know, rarely uses a secondary stuff. weapon. Like, he uses it for a specific instance and then just drops it and keeps going, you know? Mm-hmm. Not hoarding ammo like Resident Evil 2. Now, ultimately... But I mean, like, what if someone's on, 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 like, the other side of a gate... And his shield won't fit through. Oh, it'll fit. Uh, it'll fit through. Good. That. It'll fit through. Oh, he's got it. Bounce it off of a light pole mm-hmm. over the gate or off a cloud. He's good. Yeah. Good like he'll, that. He'll just do after touch. <laughs> after touch. <laughs> <laughs> so, all in all, first episode done. Uh, what would you all, what kind of rating would you give the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode one? I give Falcon and Winter Soldier episode one a three and a half. That, that Sam Wilson Falcon costume looks a little too styrofoamy to me. Like, <laughs> it doesn't look real. Gotcha. Uh, it's some production, you know little things I get to fixate on when I'm watching it. What about you, Jay? What would you rate The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I'm going to give it a three. But that's only because it's like a first episode. Like, it's not that great, but it'll probably get better. Got you. Got you. I'd give it a four. I liked it. But, you know, that's probably comes as little surprise to anyone watching. Uh, <laughs> but, but no, I, I, I really did enjoy it. And it is, it was nice to get, you know, a bit of like the standard Marvel Fair kind of thing going on. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it it's really interesting to think that, you know, the, the plan was for this to come out first and then WandaVision. And, you know, WandaVision definitely um in in some ways it well i guess you know it i'll say the show benefited uh from the pandemic in the sense that you know it it, because there was a a drought of 
of content from the MCU, people were really ready for it. And I think they were willing to give WandaVision uh, more of a chance. Uh, or some people were give, willing to give it more of a chance than maybe they normally would have. But, um, you know, it's as you all know, it's an amazing show. But it's one of these things where the, I think that it worked out well for the MCU because they were able to put that out first. And I think that that's like, uh, like the themes really resonated with people and it's a really strong show. Like, you know, even in episode one, it, you know, as of right now, like, I don't know that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is as good, or I feel as good about how that show as I did the first episode of WandaVision, but then there's some people that absolutely hated the first episode of WandaVision. So, you know, those people are awesome. It's like a high, like some people just don't really do high concept. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So cool. Do you want to uh, take us out, Mo? Or do you want to, or do you all have something else you want to say? Yeah, we can edit this I, out. I can nope. take <laughs> That was it. This was our. Oh, hold on. I'm not recording on that one right now. Oh no! What? Why wasn't he recording on that one? I don't know. Very disappointed, Jay. I'm very disappointed. Oh, oh. Has, has Sony has overheating issues. All right, here it goes. So that was it. This is our Fantastic Forum one shot on Wandavision. <laughs> on. Falcon and Winter Soldier and the reason we did this is because next week the show's all about Justice League, Snyder Cut so we didn't have time for this so we gave you bonus content so if you want to check that episode out just go to fantasticforum.live or click the link up here and uh, they'll take you right there but until next time catch us up live Wednesday night 6.30pm Pacific on fantasticforum.live